0: Right, so uh, did you see the SpaceX launch last night?
1: I saw pictures of it.
0: I, I didn't know if you would be like out of the field of view because, I mean, I, I'm pretty confident I went from Vandenberg, and Vandenberg is n- not exactly close to here. I mean, to Southern California, it's a solid like two, three hundred miles. So I figured maybe even you could see it.
1: Yeah, let's just say that. I definitely didn't have it marked on my calendar to go out and look into the sky at the time that it was launching, and yesterday there, there was a wildfire going on, so I also didn't want to go outside, you know, just didn't want to breathe in smoke, but the the beauty of the internet uh, allowed me to view awesome photos and video of the launch the next day from the comfort of my own bus seat.
0: Well, that's good. Uh, that's exactly what the internet is for, uh, you know, that and uh, every meme ever created. But um, no, it was uh, it was really cool. I uh, also didn't have it on my calendar, although I read something about it early in the day, and I just didn't mark my calendar, quote unquote. But I happened to be outside at the right moment, and like, of course, caught my eye. I'm like, "What the heck is that?" And I'm you know quickly connected two together and sat there and watched for a couple minutes. It was very cool to see the um, the booster essentially like break off and like head back and uh sort of do its like refire as it got further away and so that was very cool to see because i have seen a couple launches you know here and there nothing major but never seen you know the uh the piece that breaks off and it reorients itself and starts heading home it was super cool to see so i will definitely share some uh, photos later this week and that i took which were you know amateur cell phone photos and night photography so you know not amazing but uh but it uh gets the job done, I guess you can say. So I, I I teased last week that I would uh, you know come through with my uh, Lord of the Rings movie review and um I'm I'm here to do it, I guess. You can say I'm here to check it off my list. Um yeah, man,
1: Dish man, this is this is this was the endurance test. Like this was like, you know, okay, you've watched yeah, the yeah, a fucking
0: endurance test. That's that's <laughs> for damn sure. <laughs>
1: This was the time where it was like okay shit or get off the pot you know like you you gotta be you gotta be ready for this one.
0: Oh man, it was it was long, long.
1: It was so much movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like like marathon long, like 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 mile twenty, and you're still like shit. There's six miles to go. Um, man. Okay, so first of all, one naming conventions characters ten gajillion characters it seems like and none of them have like amazing you know like memorable names that I could to get on board with so I mean the complexity and depth of the characters was was tough to kind of get through so keeping things straight in my head plot line wise was a little tough um, the you know I, we already mentioned this last week but like the things I can really appreciate from this were um, cinematography, um, you know, like sort of the the vastness of some of the scenes um, you can you can really appreciate. Um, I, I know I mentioned that I wasn't extremely thrilled with like the um, animation or or sort of the, the 3D effects that are going on and, and all that stuff. And that to me is, is something that it's like, okay, you know, I mean, I could fault them for that. It was 2001. They were using the best you know tech they had at the time, and I'm sure at this time that seemed amazing. You know, but uh, it seems a little dated today. And um, it, in terms of the actual plot, though, that's that's really what kind of like just killed it for me, man. It was like it kind of just put it to you sleep. Didn't
1: like the story.
0: No, I mean they're all after the you know the the stupid ring and you know the powers that the rings has, and we got to get it back to. Oh my god! It's just like like really like hurry up! I get back to the volcano and yeah, toss in the volcano. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: but everyone's trying to get that get it. So
0: where's the land of the the that is the, the volcano? It's like the uh, cracks of doom or something like that. I don't I don't Mount, even know, man. Mount
1: Mount Doom
0: in Mount doom, Mordor. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so yeah, I mean, it's like I don't know, man. That, that's where it's like it's a hurry up and wait kind of thing. And I hurry up and wait for three fucking hours. So, you know, hurry this shit up and let's get to the getting because I don't know how you drag this thing on for another what? How many movies are there? Four, five, three? It's three total. Know. Two good, more. Good God, man. How do you drag this shit on for another three movies? I don't know. It it um. I'll give it the thumbs up for cinematography for the sort of effects of the day, quote unquote, but I, I definitely give it like thumbs down for plot. And like my head can't keep track of that many weird ass character names.
1: Well, okay. So it's all based off the, the book series, right? Uh, which I'm assuming you've never read.
0: Nope. Never read it. And I mean, that's like, if you ever throw Harry Potter on the list, that's going to be in the same like realm where it's like, yeah, never read the books. And there's so many damn weird characters. I'm probably going to just say the same thing. Is it safe to say that fantasy is not in your wheelhouse of like? Nope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like anything, Um, I mean, anything that, that sort of, if it was an, um, a nonfiction book, you know, I'm probably game for it. A nonfiction <laughs> book where they have
1: to travel and destroy this ring of ultimate power. Yeah. Yeah. it's going to be a.
0: So anytime it's a fiction book, just throw it out. Yeah. Because the if it's a fiction book and they made it into a movie, yep. I'm just going to shake my head and probably say, God. I mean, I have no imagination up there. You probably see this in just your everyday dealings with me. I'm very literal, <laughs> so there there is not an ounce of creativity or imagination in the upper head. So you know, it just doesn't it, it isn't there.
1: So okay, I when I was making the movie list, and this one made it on there because a yeah, I just wanted to be mean and throw a four hour movie at you. I mean, oh, I'll thanks. admit that. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's going to be a movie list. It can't all be fun and games, you know, like at least one of the movies has to be long. But uh, I also put on there, A, okay, yes, to be mean. But B, because this was the only fantasy movie I I think I included this year. So it was kind of like, all right, if if I had to pick like one of the penultimate, you know, fantasy movies that someone watching movies, you know, in your age bracket at this day and age might appreciate, that's definitely going to be on everyone's list. So it was a, a quote unquote safe bet. Uh, If you did turn out to be a fantasy, you know, buff or, you know, someone who enjoys a good fantasy epic. But in this case, it sounds like you got bored with all the people walking and all the people talking. Shit. And (laughs) did you cry at all when Sean Bean died or did you see that coming for? No, I mean, I can't
0: tell you how many times too. like, I mean, I, I really did try to like watch this. But I, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I opened Twitter and scrolled and like did shit because I was just like, dude, I am so fucking bored right now. This is killing me. It's <laughs> so for freaking you know, two hours in, I'm like, God damn it, I'm just gonna, you know, look at this for five minutes. I swear I'm watching this, and then I'd come back and watch like another like hour and then I'd get bored again. So. so
1: So when did you officially give up? Like
0: what part of the plot did you officially give um, up? Um I don't know, man. Like, I mean they were it was somewhere around the two-hour mark. Like I was halfway through, at least. Where, where, I don't know. I don't know. There was an exact scene, but you know, the seventeenth freaking fight scene or something like that. I'm like, God, okay, I'm done. You didn't like the big fire monster, though. Like the
1: fire monster didn't do it for you. Like the "you shall not pass." You know, like that
0: iconic, you know, scene that <laughs> yes, like you said is that's actually there's a rude. meme everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that 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 actually did connect a couple dots for me. You know, in terms of uh like memes that I've seen. You know, that otherwise I was just like okay, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, that did connect a couple dots, but the one thing I did do, um, and I think I told you I've done this before on some of them is I've looked at the IMDB like after the fact, um, on this one, at least they did. And the one thing that, um, kind of astonished me is the, um, the dollar value behind stuff. So when they, um, oh yeah, right. <laughs> when they pulled up like the, um, there's, they tell you the budget and then like how much it made, like, and, I mean the budget, I don't remember what the budget was, but it was like, I don't know, I'm just gonna say fifty million dollars. And the the actual amount that they got for it, like worldwide or something like that, was like on the order of like five hundred million or a billion dollars or something. You know, I was like, holy shit, man, the take for this film was just crazy. So I mean I get why they make the movies. There's people in this world that love that kind of crap. So, if if people are happy with that, you know what? It's a business. You know what? If I was in Hollywood and I needed to be making movies and making money too, I would be like, "Yep, we're making another one." So, real-time
1: follow-up. Um the budget for this movie was $93 million estimated. And then cumulative worldwide gross uh as of closing in theaters in 2011 was Eight hundred and seventy-one million five hundred thirty thousand three hundred twenty-four dollars.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, not a bad uh, business deal. So, right? like, <laughs> not
1: quite, you know, ten times, you know, what the budget was, but crazy.
0: Yeah, not a bad business deal. Like I said, I mean, it's like uh, these guys are seriously going to like. You'd be stupid to not make another movie like this if you were a business person. So, yeah, I get it. Um, it's just not for me. Uh, but other than that, I mean, hey. You gotta make it for somebody, but uh fantasy, uh yeah. Don't don't put another one on my list, please.
1: Alright, noted. Noted for next time.
0: Yes. This is me updating my machine learning Adam
1: <laughs> <laughs> Adam, no, no more like this. This is not a movie to Lou likes. Oh, okay, cool.
0: Downvote, downvote, downvote.
1: <laughs> Not a hot dog. Got it. <laughs>
0: uh, so uh, you shared a little something uh, about uh, Linux uh, this week with me and the link, but do you want to expand?
1: Yeah. So a, a couple episodes back, I was like, you know what? I actually want to run Linux on bare metal because I haven't done that in a really long time. So I was like, you know what? I'll take one of the the laptops that I have here and I'll... Um, at first I was gonna partition it, then I was like, no, I don't want to do that. So I set up, you know, a, a boot drive, just a USB drive, and I was like, I'll just throw Ubuntu on this, right? Because that has pretty good driver support. And so I get, to, you know, I get it booted and I get to, you know, the Ubuntu home screen and I'm like, okay, cool, like everything works. And I start wiggling the, the cursor on the trackpad and nothing happens. And then I start typing on the keyboard and nothing happens, and I'm like, well, <laughs> now it's time to do some research. So then I just looked at driver support, and that's the link that I included. I included just the uh, the driver support for or the the status, quote unquote, for the the MacBook that I'm trying to install Linux on, and all of it's like, nope, need a driver for this. Nope, you need to compile a driver for this. Nope, you need to get a driver for this too. And I'm like, well, forget this. Like that's that's just not happening right now. So uh, it was sad because. What I thought was going to be, you know, it shouldn't be too bad, right? Like the computer's like at least a year or two old. I forgot how slow and sluggish the uh, the open source community is when there's not a lot of, you know, steam behind it, uh, especially when you're talking about computers that, or support for hardware that is pretty expensive, and you're just like, you know what, I'm already running a form of Unix, you know, by running macOS, so why would I install Linux on that? Uh, so it looks like for now, the only easy way I'm going to be able to do this is with virtualization, or I'm going to have to start busting out some you know external keyboards and getting a little hacky and installing drivers, and I, I'm i just not in the mood to do that at this point, so my experiments of, oh, let me just have an easy time of installing Linux turned into a, yeah, okay, we're five minutes in and I'm just like, this is already too much work, then it's going to be worth, especially just for, like, like I said, an experiment, like, oh, yeah, I haven't done this in a while, let me do it, so... I may have to go dig out like an old computer or find like an old computer that someone's getting rid of, um just like a trash windows computer and install Linux on there. but the problem is, is that i won 't want to use a trash computer you know i don't want to like live my life on a trash computer most of the day. I would have rather have lived on you know a decent you know hardware spec computer, but uh, it looks like it 's not in the cards for me, so my experiment was a big like flop. Kind of sad.
0: Yeah, it definitely sounds like it was a flop. It's funny because you sent me this link and I totally I opened it and scrolled down and I just saw, you know, partially working, not working, not working, not working, not working, partially working, partially working. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> like like Adam Adam's having a fun day, clearly. So uh I, I was kind of anxious to hear like whether you, you know, went in on, you know, trying to work around all of this. Uh, but it's no big surprise to me that you said Ah, uh, shit. Never mind. I'm just gonna toss it aside and abandon that.
1: When the first hurdle you have to get over is just the keyboard working, I'm sorry, man. Like I'm already <laughs> out at that point. You know, like yeah, it's such a primitive thing. You're like, yep, nope. It's it's a MacBook escape, so it it only has two USB C ports. So one of them is already being used by the the drive that I'm booting off of. So then I have to you know plug in some other adapter and then you know whatever for the USB. Um keyboard right because i need a usb keyboard just a, a regular basic keyboard and then i didn't even look if like wi-fi was supported so i'm like okay well if i don't have wi-fi then i'm also shit out of luck because i have to go oh find God, wi-fi drivers yeah. and, <laughs> oh, and get those I didn't and i even can't think really hot swap yeah so i was like i've been down this road before like i you know built my own server and you know installed linux on it and went through the whole hassle of being headless and not having a key, you know, a keyboard hooked up to it all the time, and SSHing in and doing all of the work there. Like I've been through that. Um, I don't need to go through it again. I wanted like a nice, easy street method to get there, and I'm I'm too old for this shit. So, like I said, it, it quickly got dropped. That omnifocus task project was uh, dropped, <laughs> not paused, not completed. It's it was dropped.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did you delete it? Did you mark it as completed? What'd you do?
1: No, dude, you mark it as dropped. Like, there, there's an actual like special tag for this where you just basically say, Hey, this project I was doing mm-mm, dropped. It's the big Interesting. red X. <laughs> okay.
0: I, I, I don't even think I've used it before. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's good.
1: Because you have active, like waiting, completed, and then dropped. And yeah, this is one of the ones that gets dropped. It's like, fuck this shit. I'm done. <laughs>
0: that's good. So, back
1: to the virtualization for me. So,
0: all right. Back to square one. All right, so uh, this week I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, chatbots, which I, I I don't really know where I didn't get a no from Adam on this, so this is like must be like just mediocre on Adam's uh, list of of shit to talk about. But um,
1: see, I was trying to be nice and not say anything, and now you have to bring it up and say like, yeah, I I wasn't I wasn't game for this topic.
0: Yeah, I I I, I kind of figured you wouldn't be super thrilled for this topic, but I can I can kind of tell you right now that um, I, I expect some. Um, some anger out of you because of just ha- having to deal with these because i don't think anybody's really super excited to deal with chatbots but i mean the the long and short of it is i mean I, I really feel like they've only come about in the last like i don't know five to maybe ten years we've seen them but i, I what that that straight, no no no
1: like dude aim classic aim like chatbots were everywhere in aim
0: that's true, that's true. I mean, you did see him there, I mean, with absolutely, like, no intelligence, though, right?
1: Smarter Child was pretty smart, man. I mean, you'd ask Smarter Child if he was a robot. He said no, so...
0: <laughs> that's the level we measure by now?
1: <laughs> it's like, hey, Turing test, right? Are you a robot? No. You, if you're a robot, you have to tell me. It's like the cop myth, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> no,
1: I'm not a robot. He's not a robot. I mean, like, yeah. I don't know what you want me to say.
0: Oh, that's, that's too good. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're totally right. So, okay. We can stretch this out to like 20 years now. Okay. But I mean, really the, the real uptick has really happened in the last couple of years and really is kind of to alleviate, I feel like just the basics of customer support or, or like customer facing, um, you know, inquiries. And I mean, pretty much across every facet, I think I've, I've dealt with some, some form of them, but I mean, there's a real lucrative side to this, I think, for a lot of companies, right? I mean, th- this is a computer rather than having to pay a human to do the first line of defense, right?
1: Well, yeah. So, you know, when you brought this up, the reason I'm like, okay, yeah, this is, you know, kind of old news because chatbots have been around for a long time. And when you think about it, it's a natural evolution of of the telephone menu, right? When everyone got their support over telephone... You needed to have some first line of defense, right? And that was the phone menu, where it's like press one for billing, press two for this, enter your account number. And then you put in your account number and you press pound and you finally get to someone. And the first question they ask you is, What's your account number? And you're like, God damn it. What the fuck? Why did I put it on the stupid fucking keypad if you weren't even going to look at it and it didn't even get transferred over to your system? Stupid. So. In telephone, that's what it was. You had the, the phone tree menu. And now, since you know, more and more people are reaching out via chat or Twitter or DM or whatever, right? They're trying to get support in other ways because everyone hates the fucking phone menu and everyone's so antisocial they don't want to pick up the phone. This is the next evolution of that. You have to have the first line of defense, and chatbots are the new phone menu. Yeah, you
0: know, it's an interesting way to look at it. I think, you know, in, in some ways you're you're totally correct. And in other ways I mean not a hundred percent, but um it really takes it sort of alleviates the load, I think, for some companies. Um for just the easy like gimme stuff. And every company has sort of the, the gimme stuff that they can offload to this. But um, you know, it's it's so funny you bring up the uh phone tree menus and God, those things were were and are still um, you know, hilariously like insecure and inefficient and, you know, just, just a pain in everyone's ass. So, um, and I don't really think that, you know, at least as chatbots stand right now that they're a whole lot better, but, um, there's a lot of sort of mundane data, day to day tasks that I think every company has that if they can alleviate some of that, um, there's an, a massive amount of labor put into that for every company, um you know it doesn't matter if it's your cell phone company um you know just you're alerting them that you're going out of the country or something like that and and you need service they they could probably use some form of a chatbot to just you know really quickly you know pick up on those those words and say we'll give you this option you can add it to your account by clicking this link cool you know there's there's a lot of really really just common tasks that i think these are helping with and I don't know about you, but for the most part, they more than frustrate me right now, because I don't think the um, intelligence is there, if that makes sense.
1: But I I think it's the same as a phone menu, right? So intelligence, I mean, I'm going to call a chatbot as intelligent as a phone menu, right? because you can get to basically the equivalent of narrowing down to, hey, this is what this person is inquiring about. Here's, you know, the number that they have. This is the stuff that, you know, I can gather and then hand that off to a human. And I think you know more and more we're having these these kind of bots uh and AI like assist us, right? It's not it's not there to complete the task from A to Z. If it can, that's I think the added bonus, right? But I think in in most scenarios, it's there to assist, right? Like it says there to get all of the the kind of mundane stuff out of the way, like hey, can I just get all the basics, all the stuff that, you know, is really hard for us to you know understand over the phone or is kind of like slow waiting for us to type where, you know, we could be helping other people like, just get me 90% of the way there so I can have a human, you know, go through and do the other 10% of the logic and then, you know, finish up and add the personal quote unquote touch to the, uh, the conversation.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The personal touch that in, in most cases, Adam isn't even looking for, I feel like, but, um, so, so you think that they're kind of in line more with, um, phone trees right now, which are for all intents and purposes, pretty dang dumb. I mean, they've come a, a bit of a ways in that they can do sort of speech recognition today. And a lot of them, when you call into them, say, tell me what you're calling for. And, you know, they ex- expect you to be able to just billing. Play. Yeah. yeah. Adam's, billing. Adam's just screaming in talk, trying to billing. get to transfer. <laughs> and it's not transferring. So he's just doing it again. But um, that being said, you know, they they say you can speak in complete sentences it's, oh, it's hilarious so um yeah can i get a double cheeseburger with fries and <laughs> a
1: large soda
0: yeah and fix my billing please that that'll be next. You're gonna go to McDonald's uh, or you're you're gonna go to your Taco Bell, and the ordering thing is just gonna be a chatbot. It's just gonna be like <laughs> or just like an automated phone tree system.
1: You know that
0: would be awesome because I, I have to say I don't go to drive-throughs
1: that often, but the ones that display your order on the screen are the best, right? Because then there's no like there's no question that you ordered the right thing, right? With a human, there's always that translation layer. But if it was a chatbot, like I'm pretty sure they could pick up like knowing the menu, knowing what you want. And if you say like, know this, know that, it, like it's, if it knows all the buttons to freaking press because a human knows the buttons to press, like this should be able to get it. Yeah, dude. And I don't think anyone would, you know, pity or like pour one out for the drive-thru. Like anyone even working fast food would probably be like, yeah, dude, take the drive-thru. I, wa- I don't want it, you know? Yeah. So letting a robot run the drive-thru would be perfectly fine. I'm glad you brought that up.
0: Yeah, man. You just say like uh you want number eight, and it knows what number eight is, and then it presents you like all the toppings. And if you don't want any of them, then you're inside number eight. So it's like, okay, well, what one through nine option do you not want now? I don't want number three, that's ketchup. I don't know number five, that's onions. You know, <laughs> just takes off everything you don't want. You know, it, it could work out. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm happy to hear that you know you want chatbots and uh, drive-throughs, so or phone trees, essentially. So we'll we'll get working on that. But I mean, so the, the systems for the phone have gotten better. They're not amazing. They're, they've gotten better and you, you don't really have to mash on the keys, hopefully too much anymore. But do you ever think we're going to get to a point where AI is going to be good enough to go that from the 90% to the hundred percent, Adam, or is there's, I mean, is there ever a world that that's going to be, or are we going to get, you know, we're always going to want that personal touch or, we're always going to you know favor the human you know element of it, and so we're not going to want that that piece of it
1: you know I'll say this is that every time I've interacted with like a chatbot, it can get me ninety percent of the way there. but then when I hand off to the human, I almost want the robot to take me or the AI to take me the rest of the ten percent like i would I would actually like that right if I'm not dealing with a person it feels like I can have less effort in the conversation, and this is me being you know like. Emotionless towards robots and their feelings. And AI, I'm sorry, like you, I don't have, you know, any sympathy for you or empathy, like you're a robot. But I would like it to actually just finish the transaction. And I think, you know, you asked, like, will this ever happen? I'm like, yeah, sure, like anything can happen. And I think, you know, like you said, is it going to make a company money? Then, yeah, it's going to happen. And if you could tell me that, hey, we can run all of our, you know, tech support or all of our billing support off of this one, you know, computer in the in the corner running this AI and it can handle 18 calls at once like why not you know like companies with dollar signs in their eyes and the bottom line is all that matters like yeah they're going to cut the the phone support thing right away but i think it's well within the realm of possibility to to cover let's say the over eighty percent of scenarios, right? There may still be like the twenty percent, the outliers uh, that come through where it's like, hey, you know what? This AI just doesn't know what to do because this person's either not cooperating or you know it it honestly doesn't know what to do. And then handing off to a human to make those decisions is probably better. But I think you can get to a world very easily. You can get to a world where at least ninety percent of the common questions or the common like calls or tickets or whatever you want to you know say for your business, uh, those are being handled by AI.
0: Got it. Okay. I mean, I, I kind of tend to agree for the most part, except I think that the timescale that we're going to see that on is, yeah, I, I don't know what you think in terms of time scale, but I don't think it's... Like five years, maybe? Oh, I see. I would say like a, a lot longer than that. I think it'll be probably like 15. Um, there's a large amount of, the, I think, the, the population that will sort of... Push on that and push back on that. And.
1: Nah, man, those people will all be dead in five years. <laughs>
0: well, that turned real dark real quick. And um, I can just say that uh, if that's the case, I mean, well, that's a kind of like one step forward for mankind in a lot of ways, but at the. Because <laughs> uh, we won't have to deal with the, uh, you know, grumpy people who don't accept the uh, new world that we live in. But at the same time. Five uh, years is a bit
1: aggressive for everyone, you know, over the age of X dying, but. Um. Let's just say that they, they won't be contacting support. They'll be having their kids contact support, and then we'll just be talking the <laughs> chatbots. It's it's fine.
0: Yeah, Adam's uh, not far away from having his daughter start to you know chat the chatbots instead of him.
1: Yeah, but see, but that's just efficient, you know, division of labor, right? Like my time is you know is money, and <laughs> and they work for Child me. Child so.
0: <laughs> like CPS, they don't, is going they don't crazy. apply
1: when you're a parent, you know.
0: Hey, do me a favor. Chat this chatbot about the gas bill. Damn it. <laughs> Those kids get free
1: room and board, free food, like, Uh, you know what? Until they hit 18, you know, like, there is uh, zero obligation for me to give them, like, workers' rights.
0: The least (laughs) you could do is chat this damn chatbot for me. Come on. (laughs) Uh, That's too funny. It's so funny, too, because they're going to pick up on it so well. They're going to know how to navigate, uh, you know, these sort of systems, like, Way better than we are. I mean, to the point where, you know, you're screaming, billing, billing, you know, it's it's they're going to get really good at that sort of stuff, too. So and I can really agree with you for the perspective of when the human takes over, you know, after 90 percent of the chatbot has done its work, essentially, and it's that last 10 percent there's sort of a life sucking amount of work that has to be put into the last 10% that is just like you're starting over. Yeah. And and you, you feel the need to be like really, really cordial. It's like, hi, hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Like, it's like, do we really need all that? I I, I just give you like 90% of what I needed, you know? And I just need you to say done. And then thanks. And I'm good. Like, that's it. Like whatever the task is that I gave you to do, just, just do that and say done. Uh, because all the other, like, have a great day and like, uh, I don't know. It's just,
1: uh, just have text expander snippets for all those things.
0: <laughs> do you, do, do you have text expander snippets for all that? Cause, uh, for I,
1: TY, yeah. TY space. Thank you. Yeah. I think if there's a, if there's, there's nothing in front of the word and I type TY or something like that, uh, no, I don't have ones for thank you and you're welcome or anything like that. But if I was interacting with chatbots all the time, sure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. If it was my my daily, I would I would have a lot of ex, you know snippets to expand.
1: But what said world do you live in where that's that's your daily right? Your daily is interacting with chatbots. So that doesn't sound great. But I mean, like all these you know humans on the other end, like they're required to say these things, right? Because they have to, you know, have a personal touch. And it's very hard to do that when there is no voice and there is no picture. And basically it's just text on a screen saying so-and-so is typing dot, dot, dot ellipses. Right. And then their text appears. Oh God, this
0: is the most frustrating thing. When you see that they're typing and then it goes away, it says they're not typing anymore, and then, like, three minutes later, the message pops up. You're like, God fucking damn it. Like, just, just send the message. Send the message. And you know they're just, like, switching screens to copy-paste, whatever, like, you know, canned yeah, response exactly. they have to give. Yeah, <laughs> Like, they're, like, looking in the database, like, where's the response for no, I can't do that? That's nice, not mean. Does
1: it have, like, a random generator? Like, you go down to, like... Uh... A no, a pleasant a polite no, and then you just click a button that says copy to clipboard and then you just paste and don't know what it's going to be. You're like, hell that works for me. <laughs> it's like yeah. chat roulette with uh responses.
0: I'm sure there's you know versions of that where they're copying pasting because I mean it's so frustrating. You see them, yeah, you know, Frank is typing. Frank, stop typing. Frank No message. Frank. <laughs> no message. Frank,
1: answer me! Frank,
0: where did you go? Did, Frank did you fall asleep? Are you okay, Frank? <laughs> Like, I missed the
1: robot, Frank. The robot knew what he was doing. <laughs> I got those instantaneous responses from that
0: robot. Yes, instantaneous is true, man. Those things just come back so fast. You're like, man, you, the first time you use one, you don't know what to do. Anyway, so uh, there's a couple industries, I think, that are are kind of well-suited for this. and I mean, the, the couple that came to mind right away for me are just sort of anything hospitality-based. Um, you know, it's probably well suited for this dining and travel stuff. Like, I mean, if you, anytime you're doing airlines, you're doing um, any sort of dining reservations, Um, sales and marketing is, is kind of um, a, a maybe for me. I don't know. I thought that this, this there's a possibility, at least sales wise, for sure. Marketing kind of um, I think sales is the big one and then finance anything banking wise I think you know has some really big you know opportunities in this realm and I think of these because each of these have kind of quick um, you know tasks that you need to interact with that are usually um, very repetitious you know I, I think of something like finance you know oh um, I need to alert you know the bank I'm going out of the country. Um, I need to, you know, complete a quick sale um, for something and I know pretty much what I want, but I just want to chat and ask one question. You know, I need to make a reservation. People call all the time and make reservations and, and it's like, just like party for four, you know, October 28th. And, you know, this restaurant, it's, it's pretty easy to dissect those sort of messages. So I think these industries are really ripe for it right away, but I I don't know, Adam, can you think of any others or is there anything that you think in the future will kind of expand to this sort of thing?
1: It's, it's hard to say like what in the future will be covered by, you know, these types of things. And it depends on what the AI can handle, right? If it can handle a basic question and answer response, you know, anything any interaction that requires that question and answer, that back and forth, could be replaced, right? So, I mean, you, you talk about, yeah, special ordering or reservations or airline travel, like, whatever it's going to be is anything that requires you to interact with a portal. Like, think of shopping, right? Like, you could have a chatbot with shopping. It's like, I really like this. Do you have it in my size? Yeah, we have it in your size. Cool. Buy it. Ship it to me. It's like, okay, cool. We're, we're, you know, what credit card do you want to use? And they know all that stuff because you're logged in and everything, and I think just anything that requires a back and forth and this is where it gets kind of scary because like, like, well, anything that, you know, a human could do, you know, where there's that, that human interaction where a person has a need and then they request that from another, you know, party and that party fulfills that or has some, you know, clarifying questions to ask. Like if that's what it is, if that's all that you're distilling, you know, the interaction or the transaction down to, then anything could be replaced by that. And I know we're talking about like, hey, these are like the awesome places where it could be, right? Like travel, this and that. And I want to get into the concerns in a little bit here because like there is a big creep factor to this, like with how you can do this AI or have this AI, you know, facilitate the this transaction without really having people think it's the AI
0: doing it. Yeah, that is something we definitely need to kind of cross, but um I, I kinda wanted to point out a couple companies that I know are to different degrees, I think, using um you know, chatbots sort of at, at large scale today, I guess I'll say. Um so the the one that I think some people across not only tech and I've actually seen a lot of companies start to use Slack for um different things, but basically um Slack is is a you know huge chat platform that kind of keeps people in sync and communication across the company, and um, Slack is something that um, has its own kind of way to use a chat bot where you chat with something and and there's like a whole API for it where you can and I I'll, I'll drop the link in but it's it's nuts kind of on the back end you can you know make it do whatever you want it to do it seems like and have it plug into like other services and stuff but. And a lot of people are just doing, you know, sort of simple things um, with it, where they chat essentially a chat bot automatically and or within Slack, and you know, it initiates some um, some process to take place, which is kind of cool.
1: Yeah. So, like this whole this whole bot interface, this whole bot API, like this language, like was all the rage like a year ago, right? Because all these companies were coming out with it, and they're like, hey, you know what? You can build your own bots, right? And I mean, you think of applications like. Tons of people would have that. Like even for us, it would be like let's say you put a bot on the website. So someone comes to the website and they say, "Hey, you know how's it going? What can we help you with?" It's like feedback, and it's like, "Okay, cool. What do you have feedback on this?" It's like, "Okay, cool. Who do you want me to direct the feedback to?" Okay, these person. Okay, cool. Your feedback's been sent. Or I just want to subscribe. Okay, which podcast do you want to subscribe to? This one. Okay, here's the link. Just you know, click it. And they're okay, cool. I mean, like when you talk about building your own bots, like it's a pretty simple, like almost Lego type programming, right? Where you say like, hey, if they have this response, do this. If they say anything that, you know, relates to this, then try to direct them this way, right? And it's all just basically logic gates. So I I think, you know, these whole building blocks, like Facebook definitely has it. Slack has been one, you know, to integrate bots into theirs. But any messaging service, any chat messaging service is likely to already have bots, right? I I gave you a link in here, which is just chatbots.org, which has a list of every type of bot, like on every type of platform that was there, and if it's still in development when it was in development and it's just like a big directory of all these uh chatbots and they've been around for a while so it's no surprise that you know there are new ones or that people are continually uh sorry continuing to to create these things because why not you know the technology is there and people are still using a chat interface so why not take the load off of some poor human who has to interact with all these people and let a robot do it
0: yeah, this this website linked to chatbots.org. I'll I'll put it in the show notes, but man, that thing is talk about a comprehensive list and I mean I think it sort of underscores the fact that a lot of these go back a lot longer than, you know, I guess originally I was sort of thinking of them as, but I mean a lot of them are just primitive versions of what is today. And they're just getting to the point where they're kind of all the rage today. We're seeing, you know, huge, huge you know, adoption of this stuff from big name companies. And before it was a little bit more niche and not as, not as good, but it's getting better for sure. So anyway, I know you wanted to dive into concerns, so I'm going to let you, uh, you know, blaze forward with your, your uh, concerns. Well, the only thing I wanted to bring up, and
1: we've talked about this before when it kind of came out was the whole uh, Google duplex, right? Which is essentially a chatbot hidden as a human being, Right. Where you mix in the the human ums and uhs and whatever. So it's a voice chatbot where basically it's an assistant that calls and can make reservations and stuff like that. And they had a demo a while back, which there's been all this, you know, hubla about if it was real or not, or if it was staged, or if it was, you know, the two successful calls they had out of five hundred attempts, right? But but this is, I think, you know, when you brought up chatbots. You know, you can think of the old style chatbots or you can think of where this is going. And this is, I think, you know, definitely where they want chatbots to go, right? Where they you're interacting with something and you're blurring the lines between it being a human or a robot, right? Like it's going to pass the Turing test where it's like, hey, cool, I, I think this is actually a person I'm talking to. And in reality, it's actually a robot. Um so I think Google Duplex is the first one where I, I kind of get the creep factor where I'm just kind of like, uh, you know, this doesn't sound right. Like this feels like we're, we're crossing that line and I know you wanted to talk about, you know, uh, privacy and then also the ethics of this stuff, but the Google duplex, I, I'm still creeped out by it. I know when it came out, I was kind of like, whoa, that sounds a little too much like a fake human. Um, I don't know if I want that. Like, could it just please tell me like it's a robot and then I'll interact with it like a robot. That's fine if it wants to have a human voice, but I don't know, like trying to, you know, mimic a human is kind of awkward.
0: Yeah, it's like when, I mean, could you imagine chatting with something just, you know, over a computer and you're sitting there and you're chatting and they're really trying to mimic a computer or mimic a human, but it is a computer. It's like, that is sort of creepy yeah. too. And
1: can you imagine computer is typing and the computer stops typing and doesn't send anything. <laughs> yeah. And then two yeah. minutes
0: later, computer starts typing again. I, I'd be pissed. Computer is frank. Um, so, you know, it is, it's just something that is, um, it's frustrating, I think. And it's something that, you know, You can kind of obviously tell today when you're chatting with a bot because the the response is instantaneous. It's very canned and textbook. You know, there's there's no human element to it. And I can agree with you. I like that sort of um, transaction that happens between me and a computer. I know what I'm getting into. I know what the computer is doing. I know what I'm doing. And when it crosses that line of trying to mimic the human, that's when it gets really weird, really quick. So, um, I mean, in the privacy and ethics side of the equation, I kind of have some concerns on, on two fronts. One sort of under, this is just another way for a company to understand your habits and to track you and to do, you know, sort of all that, you know, sort of slimy, creepy stuff that we've definitely talked about before. And this is, you know, furthermore to that point. I mean, if you, you brought up the idea of like, Hey, does you know, X company have my clothing size. Now they know exactly what size, color, and everything that I want, and they can use that to advertise to me more. Which, that's not to say that they aren't doing that already, but it's just one more way for them to get at me and to find, you know, exactly what I want. Now, the other side of the equation that I think is kind of, um, to kind of play devil's advocate for a moment, is that the phone tree system is kind of sort of riddled with you know, bugs and issues and problems. And so I don't think it's actually, I'm pretty confident and, and I don't have a whole lot to stand on here that I think I've heard this before is that when you mash your card number in on the phone, none of that is actually being sent? I don't think securely really to the, you know, the other side. So <laughs> you're just, you well, know, it's all beep boops, right? Like those beep boops have to be
1: universal and beep boop is, you know, zero one. And then beep boop beep is two, three. Or something like that, right? Yeah so, yeah.
0: so, but that's not like secure in any way. Like, I mean, if, if someone can intercept the call or if someone can, you know, be a third party in the call or, you know, something like that, then it's all, you know, that's all like in plain text, essentially. It'd be like sending your credit card, you know, number in plain text uh, to somebody. No, it's
1: just like it's visiting an HTTP website instead of HTTPS. Exactly. And sending your credit card login information over it, right?
0: Exactly. And that's where it's like, you know, at least with a lot of these chatbots, like the, the communication is for the most part, I think, encrypted. And so there is a degree of like, well, if I've got the option to talk to my bank uh, over a chatbot that is encrypted or using the antiquated, you know, Banking systems that still exist, where they, you know, want me to call them and then mash my card number in over the phone, it's like, yeah, it's probably better for me in the long run if I do the chatbot, even though it may be more frustrating. So, I, I think there are some wins that way, where you know, in the in the security side of the equation, at least, and privacy, it's getting better. It's better than what was there before.
1: Oh, yeah. And I I don't doubt that. And I definitely agree with you that chatbots are the better equivalent of a phone tree. Like, they're the next evolution of a phone tree. And the more I could use a chatbot, like, over a phone tree. Like I would love that when a company has like an actual thing is like, Hey, chat with a person. I'm like, yes, I know you say chat with a person and person is technically in finger quotes, but yes, I will do that. And then I don't have to look for a phone number to call you. Cause I would much rather type what I have to do and then go on with the rest of my day, right? Like I could be doing, you know, whatever on the side, I could be watching cat videos, you know, as long as my internet's not out and that's not what I'm chatting about, uh, which I wouldn't be able to chat about anyway. So meh, there you go. But, uh, I could be watching, you know, funny YouTube videos or I could be doing research. Or I could be doing like just work on the side, right? And I, I can name a scenario for you right now, um, which I've actually interacted with where I was wasn't even at my house. I was, you know, somewhere else and I was on a computer and I was chatting with the internet company and I told them like, Hey, I have my own router. I just need you to switch me to, you know, using my own router, do everything. And then like, okay, cool. Log into your router and do this. I'm like, okay, cool. Yep. I'm totally doing that right now. I'd wait 30 seconds and then I'd say, okay, it's done. Not doing anything, you know? And, uh, after that, they'd say, okay, now unplug and replug." I'm like, dot, 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 waiting, waiting, waiting. Yep, totally done. Did that. And like, okay, you're all set to go. I see everything's working, so thank you very much. It's like, no problem. So yeah, like I'm not even (laughs) in the same place and I'm still getting the job done. So a chatbot's way better because I don't have to sit on the phone. I can, you know, be multitasking, quote unquote multitasking while I do this. And yeah, like, why not? You know, The, the only thing that creeps me out is when it tries to blur the lines too much, right? When it tries to to be either it walks the uncanny valley of being a human or it tries to, you know, trick me into thinking it, that it's human. Uh, that's where I'm like, nope, uh, pull the rip cord. Like, I don't want that. Like I'm okay with interacting with a robot and I'm okay if you're a front saying like, Hey, I'm an automated assistant. I'm like, cool. I'll, uh, that means I'll cut you a little bit more slack, you know, because I'm not expecting you to know, you know, have the brain power of in reasoning logic of a human. I'm just expecting you to know basic commands. Uh, I don't know. Just full disclosure, people like, that's what I want.
0: It's it's funny. Um, we see like social icons on websites and I could just see it right now. Like this world of this rosy future we live in where there's like, we look at the website and there's an option where next to the social icon that says chat with a person, person in you know quotes there. And Adam's like, yes, I want that. I want that because I know that's a computer. It's not a person. Perfect. Sign me up. Where do I chat?
1: I love the silhouette that they usually have too. You know, it's like some stock image of, you know, like a person smiling <laughs> yeah. with like the, the headsets on too, right? Like they got the headsets. And I'm like, I know that's not what I'm talking about. Like that's not what I'm interacting with. Like I'm chatting with someone sitting at a desk, you know, typing into a computer and they've got, you know, 18 chat windows open and they're, you know, managing these conversations between all of these people. So I know that's not the person that I get, but yeah, sure. I like the finger quotes person.
0: Yeah. Definitely. All right. So um, just a couple examples uh, for, for both of us here, you know, I wanted to kind of glaze over quickly before we move on that, you know, companies we've used chatbots, uh, you know, with uh, currently. And so I, the one that comes out for me is just in the finance area. I've used American Express um, to, um, just pretty much alert them of travel. Um, and that was the quick and quick and easy that way. Um, the other one I've used was I was buying something on new egg, uh, last year and I used their iMessage business chat, which I don't know, man, I thought it was really going to kind of be like a human and it turns out it starts as a chat bot and then kind of turns to a human. And so it starts with a very, you know, kind of canned response of, you know, what do you like? What are you looking for? What can I help you with? And then as it progresses, it switches to a human and it's like, okay, cool. um well, Now that we know what you're looking for, I'm going to take this, I'm going to pass it off to a human and the human's going to follow up with you shortly and we'll give you a little bit more detail. And you know, the long and short of it was, you know, th- when the human took over, it was really, really, really good. And, but of course uh, that is, you know, w- the sort of summary of this entire episode is that the human can do a really good job of inferring all that stuff the chatbot does 90% of the work so big surprise there so anyway uh which ones have you dealt with adam
1: so yeah i've definitely dealt with banks right i think that's kind of one of the the de facto standards these days i think you know even we still use a local bank that's you know based in san diego and their their bank website has a chatbot that I've gone through and then eventually got passed over to a human. Um, the internet companies, like I've usually used their chatbots. And then, you know, you mentioned the phone stuff, right? Like, and I said the phone tree. And I remember doing a report in sixth grade. I think I've mentioned it before. that I did a report on the uh, voice recognition in phone tree systems. So that kind of hold, holds a place near and dear to my heart because in sixth grade, you know, which is... God, a long time ago now, I was talking about this stuff and how it's only going to get better. It's only going to get, you know, to here and there. And here we're talking about Google Duplex, you know. But uh, on the other phone trees, like, I'll just hit there and mash zero until I get to a a human, right? I'll just sit there, zero, zero, zero. It's like, enter your account number, zero. (laughs) Please enter your account number again, zero. (laughs) Like, zero. (laughs) Wow,
0: that's pretty good. Uh, Do you have the. Uh, predefined, um, you know, thing that dials zero and then waits like three seconds. Oh, yeah. And, and then just like the semicolon. Then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should just put those in for like all the like phone companies and like, so like, you know, just start storing your like cable provider in there and then just have like five of those. And then, you know, you can execute each one and be like, okay, I'm finally through.
1: Yeah, you got to be careful though, because like if they, you know, get you through on the second round and then, you know, then it's going beep as the person's talking. You're like, sorry, sorry, <laughs> beep, sorry. <laughs> my face keeps touching the, the zero. I don't know what's going on here.
0: Hi, this is Frank. How can I help you today?
1: Beep. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Frank. That was my bad.
0: <laughs> this is my umpteenth zero. Sorry. I programmed this. I swear.
1: You know, you know, I just threw in a random number of zeros like I guess 10 should do it right like if I hit 0 <laughs> 10 times like that should give me to the other person
0: uh that's uh, so good uh
1: but I did include a link in here which is uh you know we didn't mention telemarketers right which uh which are essentially a chatbot when it first starts is like would you like to save $500 on your credit card insurance and you're like no and they're like wait 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 connecting hello like wait you just asked me <laughs> if I want to save $500 why are you greeting me now yeah so so right. I thought telemarketers were, were pretty funny, but um, I, I came across this YouTube the other day, which is kind of relevant because we're talking about this now. But it was it's an older YouTube video, which is how to piss off a telemarketer with one word. And I thought it was just perfect. How to torment a telemarketer.
0: All right, I'm, I'm watching.
1: I'm here to test in records that you've been having trouble with your credit. Is that the case? Yes. yes. Do you want to improve your credit score and get out of debt?
0: Yes. 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 Great.
1: Well, like, I can help you do that. And how much debt would that be? Yes.
0: Sure. Uh, would that be over $20,000?
1: Yes. Uh,
0: do you currently have. You are interested in our debt consolidation
1: program? Yes. yes. You are a resident of New York State? Yes. You're also a moron? Yes. <laughs> ah, <I'm> good. <going> to <laughs> just
0: check. Want to make sure that, we have that
1: in <laughs> Yes. Oh, uh, that's too good. Yeah. You're also a moron.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, there there are some good videos out there about uh like pranking the telemarketers for sure.
1: But I just thought that was relevant, you know, so if you ever want to troll the chat bot, just say yes to everything that I ask you. Yes. 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 It's the equivalent of mashing zero.
0: Yes. I mean can we <laughs> yeah, can we destroy a chat bot and destroy maybe Frank will just start, you know, spewing smoke. The computer will just <laughs> overheat.
1: Yeah, maybe that'll be our follow-up for next week is maybe we should uh, see if we can get a chatbot to uh, to overload <laughs> or to see how quick we can get to a human by saying yes. <laughs> yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. Humans, yes. They, I can just see it now. The human takes over the chat. They're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, come on. We're not the first ones to come up with this. Anyone who's seen this YouTube video has probably already done that with the chatbot.
0: Uh, yep, I hope so. so.
1: Everyone's done it with Smarter Child, too.
0: Yes. all right anything else on chatbots yes perfect moving on wrap up uh so i kind of did my challenge this week right and i sent you a good picture yes
1: uh i said yes but uh that's an actual yes um you did send me a picture so you sent me a picture but you only sent me the picture and i was like oh also, like, you did the the awkward, like, changing room picture, too. And let's, let's you know, put this out there is like, you were just in some short shorts, some short Lululemo short shorts. Uh, nothing, nothing crazy. And they were six inch, so I mean, it, it wasn't horrible. Uh, but I was expecting you to get a little bit artsy, you know, get some angles going with that. Like, or were you just, like, so uncomfortable in these things that you're like, I gotta take them off, I gotta take them off, I gotta take them off. <laughs>
0: Okay. So a couple things. Um, one, I thought it was going to get a chance to be a little more artsy because I thought for sure. So I was, I was, uh, not in, in, in my town. I was in Las Vegas when this happened and, um, Hillary was looking around the store and so I had some time and I'm just sitting there doing nothing really. And, um, I am talking with you know some of the, the people there because the Lululemon in Vegas is open till midnight, which is nuts. But um, long story short, um, I'm talking with them. I explained a little bit of like, yeah, I have this like kind of bet thing going on that I need to try on like the shorter shorts that you guys have. And they're like, oh, well, what are the shorter shorts we have in store? And they found them. They were like six inch shorts. And so I was like, OK, cool. I will do this right now if if you guys want. And sure enough, I go to try them on, and Hillary is, like, nowhere to be found. I can't find her to take a picture of me, like, doing something a little bit more artsy where I wasn't the person taking the photo. So, yes, it was just, like, kind of like a selfie shot. Um, it also wasn't the shortest pair that they sell. They sell a like three-inch pair, which I'm a little scared to actually put on ever. But, um, yes. So Lou Lou, I am disappointed
1: because you, you thought you needed to have someone else take the picture, but you have a watch, you have a phone, you have the remote shutter. Like why didn't you just prop the phone up and then get a little artsy there? Like I was Uh, expecting one, you know, like doing the Burt Reynolds, you know, like laying down pose, like in the shorts, like I was expecting, you know, some high quality stuff, especially if you were in the nice changing
0: room. I was going to throw my leg up on the, uh, on the like bench, there, you know, in the changing room. Like a Captain Morgan bench. style? Is that yes, what you're going to do? exactly, yeah. Show a little, like, inner thigh. Yeah, that's know?
1: that's what I was thinking. That's what I was expecting. And then when I see it, it's just you standing there. I'm like, oh, man. That's why I said my, my reply was more leg.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and more leg, M-O-A-R. <laughs> more leg. <laughs> more. It was, it was good. It was good. Um, yeah, so I definitely need to find a even shorter pair. And um, the I can definitely attest... They were super uncomfortable because they were, uh, linered shorts. So they had the liner in them. So they're essentially like swim trunks with a liner, which are not my thing. So,
1: well, otherwise your junk's going to fall out, right? Like,
0: Mm, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I guess that's, that's a concern. I just have never owned shorts short enough to actually have that concern. So.
1: Like, I'm telling you, man, if if you send me up a thing of threes, like, I'll put them on. Like, I, I think the sixes, I, you know, I don't think I'd have a problem wearing those. Like, that would be fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. like, I could wear the sixes. I could wear the sixes. I just, they're, they're essentially like boxers. They're, they're like boxers on me right now. But, you know, like, if you're in, in sixes. But threes, man, threes are a whole nother level. I'm a little concerned. But I will tell you, uh, Adam, if you can befriend a Lululemon employee, or not even befriend, but, like... You know, walk in, inquire about. Um, there is a uh, a special discount that they get. It's called the "I Love You Man" discount because I guess they're trying to grow their men's line, and it's forty percent off. So you know, that's maybe more in your realm.
1: It makes it kind of like a reasonable pair of shorts, like
0: yeah, are they, it's getting closer. Pair Instead of, of fifty eight dollars, they're like thirty six dollars shorts. Or something. But here is my
1: thing, man. If if I am going to you know buy these these three inch shorts, right? Am I paying by the inch? You know, because I feel like that forty percent off should be you know okay this is like twelve dollars of material at this point so here it is twenty bucks, <laughs> uh-huh. and then get forty percent off the twenty bucks right. But uh, I feel like that's not how the pricing structure goes. I feel like the less fabric they use, the more it costs because it's like hey you know what you now you're showing off you and there's you can't put a price on that you can't put a price on the confidence you get from wearing these three inch shorts.
0: And to be honest. Most of the shorts, it pretty regardless of like what length, what size, what any. Like they don't charge you more for, you know, if you need double X or you need small or you need you know six inch or eleven inch. It's pretty much like fifty nine dollars. Or there's like some random shorts that are like something you know really really weird that is like seventy five dollars. And I don't even. Every once in a great while I see those, but like nine out of 10 of them are $59. And then if you go to pants, it's like 89 or 99 is like a good majority of them. A few of them are. Let's not get
1: ahead of ourselves here. The pricing structure with Lulu is still out of my price range when I go to Old Navy and get the old man discount and, uh, you know, get the same (laughs) shorts for a fraction of the, the cost. Um, my last question for you though, is, uh, am I the only one who gets to see these pictures or are you going to share those pictures with, uh, with the listeners?
0: Uh, I'll share them just cause, uh, you know, you went first, you shared, so I'll share. There you go. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll have it up on the, uh, the Twitters.
1: So this is like, you know, kind of like a dick measuring contest, but it's like who can wear the shorter shorts, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, you know. It's just going to uh, keep escalating and then we're going to, you know, get to a point where it's like, okay, man, like there, there's no more fabric left to cover. Like I'm in the European, you know, slingback slingshot, you know, swimsuit here. Uh, there's, there's you, nothing you're left. You're like, like, dude, that is
0: not a pair of shorts. You're like, that's a speedo or maybe a man thong. I'm not sure. So <laughs> those don't classify shorts. I can see it. I don't it, know.
1: Man. Wear them out in public. I mean get arrested. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All the good stuff's covered, right? That's all that matters. That's
1: right, man. It covers all the good bits. Yeah, she went blue, man. Do yeah, you see that? Yeah, she
0: did. She did. She Look went at her. All politicals got on one side. I even all saw that the, Tennessee. Tennessee said that the voter registration, uh, like website or whatever, had like a big uptick right after that. So you know, she seems she to got have the like power. Motivated some people.
1: <laughs> Whereas like all the people who chose Kanye in the Kanye Taylor fight are wishing they could switch sides now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so funny.
1: Like if I'm going to play video games, I might as well like do it with you know a friend, and then also just stream it to have say, hey, if people want to donate, like go ahead, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, if you want to throw money at me during a stream, that's fine.
0: Well, that's funny. Okay,
1: I'm not saying anyone will throw money at us, you know, for doing a stream, but at least it's you know in the public view, and since we're already doing the podcast, it kind of makes sense. So.
0: Yeah. No, that makes money hey, and any way you can get people to throw money at you, right? Uh, outside of, yeah, taking off my clothes. Yeah, yeah sure. You know? I mean there are plenty of people in Vegas that make careers out of that, so you, uh, you I'm could not be saying next.
1: It's, you know, not a career, but it's just something that I don't think I'll ever partake in. <laughs> okay. I'm married, I got kids, my 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 potential stripping days are over. We're long behind me. I
0: don't know, man. San Francisco has a hot market for you.
1: Yeah, I know, but I have kids like (laughs) Um, I'm assuming the hours there aren't going to be like nine to five. You know, I'm assuming the hours are going to be a little different. The
0: hours are when they're sleeping. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Let me just go to San Francisco, you know, do my gig and then come back down to Santa Cruz and then go to work the next day. I don't know, man, it'd be a rough transition. You
0: can, you can, uh, you know, quit your day job.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm saying it'd be a rough transition though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you want to sleep during the day more when they're at school. So yeah. Also,
1: I'd have to be working out a lot more and like really <laughs> actually watching what I eat. And like, Sounds like a lot of work. Oh, here, you want to hear something cool? Yeah, what's up? Uh, so we have a first draft for the metallurgy intro. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Let's see if you can hear this. so brutal
0: it's so hard compared to poppy taylor swift adam
1: oh well that's not the taylor swift podcast this is the,
0: <laughs> the metallurgy podcast thanks for listening everybody if you'd like to get in touch you can tweet us at syntax cgfm or click the submit follow up link in the show notes if you have questions thoughts or just want to vent about a frustrating chatbot experience of your own please let us know If you know someone who might like the show, please share it with them and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes when they come out.